Welcome everyone to episode 57 of the Circle Back Podcast, the show where three great friends get together and just talk about video games. I'm Dan LaMarca. As always, I'm joined by Dan Dufernoy. Hey, everybody. And Shelby White. How are we doing? Dan, welcome back. We Thank missed you. you. I, I wanted to give you guys a reprieve, especially well, was, our uh, listeners. How was your dragon rot? It was just horrible. It was actually <laughs> the worst I've ever felt You're in my so life. You're so lucky <laughs> I had a droplet. Because... <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> 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 uh no seriously we're glad to have you back thank you it's uh, good to be back poor dan was was on his deathbed but it was horrible but i'm okay now he you made know? it back i made it back it's he made good. it back i just need some of that sake and that was good yeah was... which i'll give you the monkey booze all right yeah man there <laughs> you go um no good to be back guys thank you yeah so today it's pretty much just going to be a bunch of games um you know, basically, it's been a month and a half for Dan <laughs> in a, since he was able to talk about what games he's been playing. Um, and for me, I mean, there's a bunch of new stuff out that I've been I've been messing around with. So uh, before we do anything like that, Dan, I want to hear Sekiro update. Yeah, okay. Because we know that I beat it. Shelby's doing Shelby dies twice. Uh-huh. Uh, he's you know cruising through. Yeah. So I want to know where you're at. Yeah, I don't want to spoil. Last time we talked, um, mm-hmm. I know you said it was okay if I mentioned last time we talked, mm-hmm. I was up to, uh, you know, the guy who kills you in the beginning, uh, cut your arm off, get cheer. I got up to his mm-hmm. uh, fight. You were like at his fight. I was at his fight. I was having a really, really hard time. I was stuck for maybe like a few weeks <laughs> trying, mm-hmm. to, trying to get mm-hmm. through it. So I'm going to tell you a story. Mm-hmm. So when I was a kid and my parents were teaching me to ride a bike, right? I couldn't get the hang of it. I was riding my bike and I kept falling off and, and I took like a month off of practicing and then the moment i picked the bike up again i just snapped my finger if anybody could hear it i was able to ride the bike and it, it was like it was perfect so i thought that this was a ma- christmas miracle yeah <laughs> so you're so thinking the same thing that's what i did with kenichiro so i was losing i was losing i was losing i was figuring it out and i couldn't do it so i took like a few days off and when i went back to fight him i lost it took me like 10 more times <laughs> to like get it but I got the hang of it, and I beat him, and I've just kind of been cruising, cruising yeah. since then. Not that the game's been getting any easier. But he was but kind like, of the wall you were at. He was the wall, and I think for me, and this is why I, I love this game so much, and I love From Software, it was like having to retrain like mm-hmm. my tolerance for like taking your time and like patience mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. learning you know, to parry and, and things like that, which are things that I already picked up, but I feel like for me, he was the... All right, no, you really got to be on your game, and like you really yeah. got to remember yeah. all these things. You can't he's, just kind of final. You can't be sloppy. Yeah, well, and, like yeah, that's kind of what he is. That's yeah. just the purpose he serves, right? Yeah, he, he he gives you a lot of different stuff. Like he he need you need to know every little yeah. thing. Exactly. Well, he's got he's got a ranged. It's because I'm up to him. I haven't beaten him. I'm up to him. Right I, now I've been watching. Yeah. So he's got a ranged attack. He beats your ass up front. You know, like yeah. it's, it's tough. He's, he's got an amalgamation of like every like little thing. Right. Like it seems like each enemy that you've come up to, even the mini bosses. Right. Um, and this is way early in the game. I don't think it's spoiling. There's one guy with like a spear where you learn the Makiri counter and mm. things like that. Yeah. Like. It seems like every mini boss had like a certain like thing that Specialty, like yeah. that. Okay, if you master that. You're good. He's every. Yeah, he takes everything. He's got everything. So he was like a real challenge. And then after that, um, now where I am, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I'm in the last area of the game. Mm-hmm. I fought the first uh, major boss in that area. Um, mm-hmm. Dan's telling me I'm very, very close to the end. Yep. Um, but, you know, after I beat him, I kind of retrained my, my body mm-hmm. and, and my brain to like how I'm going to, you know, uh, fight these guys mm-hmm. and uh I've been, it's it's really just been so much fun and there's certain bosses but maybe one day we'll have like a oh we're gonna do we can do a talk spoiler, because yeah. there's a few bosses that i want to talk about because seriously i mean yeah. some of the best boss fights i've ever played in a game yeah um pretty so. pretty fucking cool yeah um yeah and the way the way that shelby has kind of been handling it is is the best way in my opinion to mm-hmm. be like hey i fought kenichiro a couple times couldn't take him down I'm going to go in a different direction. And at that point where you can get That's to him, branches, yeah. there's so many different branches. Yeah. So he's just kind of like exploring, going into different spots. He does Tempu Temple, took down a couple of bosses there. Like, yeah. you know, so it's, it's nice just to be like, Hey, I know I was don't, literally, don't get stuck and yeah. stick with him. You know? I was fighting him, fighting him. Uh, I probably fought him like maybe five times and yeah. then I was losing. And then the next two episodes of the show, didn't even go back to him. Right. Like, right. I did so much exploration. There's right enough to do. Did you go to the sunken Valley yet? That's where I'm in the sunken valley thing, or so, I was. I don't remember. Yeah, so I think what happened was you were at Sempu Temple. He basically did Sunken Valley, Sempu Temple, like back and forth, mm-hmm. and re- most recently he's in the sunken valley. Okay. He actually yeah. got to the. He's in the gun fort. 
Okay. All right. Like he's in it. Already. I'm very excited. Yeah. Just like I can't wait. Yeah. For there's more. Great. some cool stuff coming. <laughs> some cool stuff coming. Did you help in Senpu Temple? You help my friend uh, Kutaro? He actually didn't even meet him. Nope. Oh, Walk right by. That's my buddy. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> he could always go back. We'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> that's my buddy. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, talking candidly, when I'm doing this series with him, I'm like, do how much do I point him in a yeah, certain yeah, direction? Right, right. I, like, have I want experience. him to have the yeah his own experience. And then I thought that maybe like. Once we start getting a little closer to the end or whatever, I might be like, "Hey, let's go back and check out, you yeah. know, some stuff that you may have missed." Because that's what I love thing. about I love from from software games is like there's just so much to me the intrigue. I mean, even though this game has more of like a, a narrative mm-hmm. as opposed to the other games, there's still so much like environmental storytelling and so oh, many yeah, characters yeah. that you're just like, "What's your story?" Yeah, and you don't figure it out, but like it's just super interesting to me, <laughs> and I just. <laughs> I love it very much. Shelby recently in in Senpu Temple, um, he got to this. Do you know those guys that like puke out crickets in Senpu out. Temple? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. yeah he was just doing yoga. You, and when so this go, guy, when you go up the ceiling, oh and my like, god, <laughs> yeah. But so basically, he comes across one, he kills it, it comes back alive. He's like, "What the hell is this thing?" Like, didn't worry, you know, moved on. And then he he got the one. There's this little courtyard with rats on the roof. Okay. And then inside that building is one of those guys. But he has the centipede that comes out of him. <laughs> it's horrible. It's so, so horrible. Because I was on like I made it so far since last saving, or yeah. last like doing a thing. And you had no more and I had like gourds. no gourds. <laughs> I had like half health. Like I was so afraid to attack this guy, and I I wound up getting him. But it, it was, was just so it was those are those moments though where you're just like, oh, do I do I run back? Do yeah. I yeah. Oh, so I was just sitting awesome. there. I was like, I don't want to go near him. <laughs> oh man yeah. i'm like you got this get in there. He's like you can get him i was like yeah i can't do it oh my gosh are you enjoying it though like are you having fun no yeah it's a ton of fun i think it's like it's, for me the and i, I was telling this to my sister when i was fighting the the boss at the the last area because i was having trouble at first and then like became one of my favorite bosses because like once you learn the trick mm-hmm. it's just outwitting mm-hmm. that character and it's just like really it's just it's, it becomes fun it becomes yeah. like i know how to do that that's the best feeling it's like i know how to do this mm-hmm you just got to be perfect. At it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. With the, when I first saw the bull, I just kept running away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do I do with this thing? I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> That's what it there is. There is no better feeling. On my game, I I didn't even mean to parry the bull, but I parried the bull, and it, like, oh, throws nice. him off so much when you parry. I don't know if you guys parried him. It gives him, like, half posture. He, oh, like, no way. He, like, rolls like it's oh, nuts. Nice. I did a completely different method. Yeah. I ran. And I tried to run him into a corner each time. I just ran, and then once he was in and a corner, then sticking him in the butt, you know, and then do it again. <laughs> it took me like ten minutes. But yeah. Anyway, we we can't really talk too many specifics about yeah. the game. I would but, love to do like a spoiler yeah. cast because there's just so yeah, many. Yeah, we should we totally will. do it once. We will. Yeah, some once of the best all moments. Three of us are through it. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Plus, I mean, when game of the year time comes, we're gonna spoil the hell out of this game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I already have a feeling. It's already my my game of the year. Yeah. Like from now, maybe right. there's another game, but. All right, so that's Sekiro, um, our little Sekiro check-in, because yeah. that's, <laughs> that's, that's what we talk about <laughs> on the show this year. Um, Dan, or Shelby, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, you were playing. Well, I played a little bit of Katana Zero. Oh, okay. But I didn't play much. Okay. I and there's it. a reason uh, for it. You beat it? I beat it. The okay. whole thing. I want to hear your opinion first. Okay, so for those of you that don't know Katana Zero. Sell me on it, because I, I want to buy it, play it, and then I just have it. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a 2D uh, side-scrolling platformer-esque sort of thing but the whole gimmick uh behind it is that you earn these certain areas and if you get hit once you're dead and enemies are strategically placed so that um you know they have guns they have knives they have things that can kill you but each time you're in an area you have to sort of okay well if i hit this guy then that's going to notify this guy and he's going to shoot me okay if i get that guy first then that'll be okay nobody will be notified you kind of just have to plan Mm -hmm. Each stage, so you do one run through. Anyone that's played Hotline Miami, this is 2D side-scrolling Hotline Miami. There you go. Yeah. Like, and it you have, really feels like it. But you're you're a samurai, and it's cool yes. because you have like these abilities, like this one move that you can slow down time. So if someone shoots a gun at you, you know you can slow down time. Jump def- over the bullet. You can jump over it. the bullet. You can hit the bullet back. Um, there's another move where you can. Um, no, I think that's the only move. I think I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think you could throw you could throw weapons. Um, There's like things you pick up in the environment you could throw. Yeah, and as the game goes along, you know, sometimes you really have to be strategic because, like, sometimes there's you know oil canisters and you have a Molotov cocktail, but like if you throw it too close, you know, you die. Yeah. It's, it's it's like all... super hot. <laughs> yeah, kind of. You yeah. really got to plan your moves, and um, but there is like a story and a narrative to it, and the appeal for me was 
it, it all started it's just visually striking and each area is very mm -hmm. very distinct um does it have that i saw i remember seeing the trailer on the nindy's thing it was like neon-esque yeah of. yeah that, definitely some areas yeah. very blade runner-esque but then other areas like you're in a prison for one and nah. it, but like you're in a club for one and it's cool because it really is like distinct and each area feels like its own Nice. Um, place, but there is a narrative to it, and I, I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything mm -hmm. um, yet. But it's very like Metal Gear Solid 2 esque. For anybody that's played it or, mm -hmm. or knows what I'm, I'm talking about, there's this kind of weird in your head. You know, who are these people telling me to go? You know, assassinate yeah. these people. You know, you make a friend, and there's just a lot uh, going on. I won't spoil it um, because there's not much to spoil. For anybody that actually have finished the game we all have questions because the way that it ends, it's like, huh, all right. Um, what's next sort of thing. So mm -hmm. Katana one. So what do you think of it overall though? <laughs> overall? I loved it overall. It was, yeah. I'm sorry. I get really excited. I really, really enjoyed it. I really liked the, um, I like the challenge of it. I really, really liked being able to have to plan. It, it's kind of like playing like a, a dark souls or bloodborne mm -hmm. or Sekiro, where it's just, you know, the layout of the area, you got to plan it out. Even like Super Meat Boy, I know you said you're playing that too, where like you have to plan out everything you do before you actually do it. Mm -hmm. And then you just got to do it perfectly. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed that. And I actually found the story engaging mm -hmm. too. Um, you know, I don't think it, this story-wise, I don't think it's for everybody. I think a lot of people, maybe it's a little too meta for, for you know, people be like, what the heck? This is like ridiculous. But mm -hmm. I like, I really, really found it compelling. And I, I'm curious to see how, um, the developer is going to handle the way that they ended mm -hmm. um, the game. Okay. I only had played, I played the tutorial area and then I played the first full chapter or area, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And it really, it's funny. It's, it's kind of hitting me kind of how the messenger hit me last year okay. where it was like, Oh, this is really cool. And then I kind of started playing it. And I'm like, ah, I, I, this is something that's just not clicking with okay. me. Uh, I think I want to get through it anyway, just to get to the end because, you know, I am interested in with the little story hints they're dropping and stuff like that. Um, but it just, there's little things where like, so it feels good when you nail it, but it, it like plays back how you played that room. Right. It's all in video, like the way that it's like VHS, you know, like rewind, fast forward kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's a cool idea. And the first couple of times you do it, it's cool, but by the end, you're like, all right, it doesn't really look that, like, what I did doesn't look that cool. So, right. like, why are we rewatching it every room that we <laughs> kind do? Kind of like in, it's, in Super Meat Boy where they, like, show you all your deaths. They don't show again? the deaths. It, It's not the deaths. It's just it's just your perfect run. Oh, Like, okay. your completed run. Gotcha. Um, but the, I don't know. There's something about it. It's just not really hitting. Okay. Um, it's a game that I thought I was going to be really into. It looks really cool. Yeah. But again, I, it, I'll, I'll have more thoughts when I finish the game. But right now, I'm kind of like, ah, you know, I yeah. kind of push it aside for other stuff because I was like, I'm not really feeling it. I'm that curious much. what you think of that because it is very Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, and it kind of leaves you with more questions than, yeah. than answers. The other problem I have, and have either of you fully like played through Hotline Miami or no? I've actually not never played through, Hotline no. Miami. So, oh, no? Yeah. yeah. It's a great game. What you're saying of like, who are the people calling me, telling me to do this and blah, blah, blah. Like they did that. Yeah. That's what's okay. weird. Like it really is a little weird to me how much it is. It is. is. I yeah. Gotta, I got to try to have my own. Um, I think I want to do that for a uh, great ones. Kind oh, of let's thing, do that. So, yeah. yeah. I'd love to. There you go. I'd but, love to be a part um, of that game for that. I'd yeah. love to be a part of that. Um, But anyway, I, th I, it, it is. It's doing some different things because Hotline Miami is very like grimy, grungy, like really violent on purpose. Like this has violence and and it can get nasty, but not in the same way. Like mm -hmm. that game is like frantic, fast paced. Like that's why I'm saying like when when you're looking at the comparison, it's an easy comparison to make, but this kind of seems like a like i don't want to say a lesser version but it's like it's kind of been done before and okay. i'm not enjoying this in the same right. way i enjoyed hotline man i got personally you. okay but you know that's not a, that's not to take away from the game i again I, I really want to get through it just to see how yeah just how it all wraps your, up. your opinion because there it's is not a, that long right? is, it's like five no. five hours something like that. yeah no but not there, even maybe like five six hours yeah. but like there's more it isn't even there's some levels that aren't even uh you know 
you know side scrolling platforming there's an area where like you're on a motorcycle and there's another area where mm. you know uh, you're running from the cops like okay. there's a lot of like things well that's cool at least that sounds like, like that they do break yeah. it up see that and that's what the appeal to me was like they break it up enough so that it's not the same monotonous that's good that sounds good though I, you know? I'm, I'm glad to hear that it makes me want to at least try you know, you know try to get through it but again I, i'd like to you know we'll converse when you beat it because yeah. like i feel like there's just so much that i'm like okay oh, what's that what's you know yeah. why why did that happen who's that person you know yeah <laughs> so we'll see all right cool that's katana zero um dan i know we had talked about it uh but you weren't here yoshi's crafted world you playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. anything new you want to add that i No, you hit yeah. the nail on the head um <laughs> i you know so i really did like yoshi's woolly world i enjoyed that because um, there was something about and i know shelby we share the fondness for like collecting everything and stuff like oh, that so total like, yoshi's fun. woolly world was was awesome because like you would have to collect different like colored like yoshis and mm-hmm. like you like there's like a hundred like jinjos yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i don't know yoshi's really world kind of made the collecting fun this game um i have you know me and my sister have played it you know a few times and you know we do a few levels each time and then we're just like oh, let's go to the next yeah, thing because it's it's kind of not uh, there's nothing pulling me back to play i mean I, other than yoshi and i love yoshi and i really like the aesthetic you know it's like cardboard um, and there's some really cool like depth perception things mm-hmm. that they do, mm-hmm. um, but other, other, you but know. there's just not that much there. Like other than that, even the levels, yeah. it's kind of just not too Lacking much to substance. do. They do yeah. have like the Poochie levels where like you can like go back to levels and like catch Poochie and Poochie's adorable. So I'll I'll you know protect them with my life. But <laughs> um, you know there's really not much. Yeah, it was upsetting. There, I, which is okay because at the that's same what I'm saying for what it is and what it's supposed to be. I think it's doing a really good job, but you always have that thought of like, oh, maybe there's some depth that, you know what I mean? Like, look at Yoshi's Island. That looks like a kid's game. It's a really good platformer. There you know, is, like, yeah, Yoshi's Island's one of the old So time. you're always like hoping for that kind of thing, even, even the Mario games, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you talk about 3D World, the first, like, the actual eight worlds of the game or whatever it is are like kind of an easier, you know, just run through, play, play Mario game. And then you have like all the unlocks afterwards mm-hmm. with the spaceship or whatever. And yeah. it's like, then all of a sudden they're really yeah. hard, really <laughs> awesome levels. It's like, you're hoping for something like that with this. And it's just not there. Yeah. It happens. But I, again, I don't think it advertised itself for anything. It doesn't. More, yeah. You know? and, and that's okay. I, you know, yeah, that's okay. There was, ne- there'll never be a greater Yoshi game than the original Yoshi's Island. And I don't, well, yeah, that's true. I don't think I've ever been. It sounds like this game would benefit more from, I mean, I know it's brand new, but a lower price point. Oh, and, yeah, you know, like, but that never happens with Nintendo. That's yeah, Nintendo with their sixty dollar. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, I think there's there is a, a lot of stuff in the game. It's just not like challenging or yeah, like enjoyable to go through everything right. for someone like us. It's like, you know, if you're gonna buy a kid's game for sixty dollars, you know, a kid might put twenty hours into this and, and love every minute. Well, that's of exactly it. You know, it. Yeah. You know I'm playing Sekiro and Yoshi's Crafted World at the same time, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> But uh, but you know that's why I'm not. You're at both ends of the spectrum. But that's there. why I'm not like. But that's why like I'm not upset by it because it's just like you know like I kind of knew mm-hmm. what I was getting into. It's cute and you know it's just kind of <laughs> like well you said it on the podcast last week. Just kind of like mindless and like you know, yeah, that's okay every now and then. But. Yeah, it's other, and that's what I said. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't think for me to spend sixty dollars on. Yeah. I don't think that's a good yeah purchase. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, no, no I agree. I agree with that. Uh, all right, that was Yoshi's Crafted World. Um, Shelby, any update on the surge? Have you been playing it still? Yeah, I've I've passed two more sections of the game. Oh yeah, so I feel like I'm taking doing, out a bunch of bosses. Yeah, you know what? And and now that I'm going through it, like the first area was a little difficult for me to get the hang of everything, mm-hmm. and I was kind of cruising through it. And then um, it was definitely much smaller than the second, third area. Oh like, yeah, in size, like way smaller. Um, and in a not so much like a Dark Souls, there aren't a lot of mini bosses mm-hmm. as there are just a slightly higher difficulty with the regular guys you come across. Okay, sometimes because in other Dark Souls and games and stuff, there yeah. are no mini bosses. Oh, there are. That's aren't. just a Sekiro. Thing. Oh, okay, all right. It was always just fog door, walk through. There's a boss with big a big boss. Old health bar, big boss. Okay, yeah. all right. So this one, like at the end of every area, yeah. you find this giant boss, right. and that's that's what tends to happen. And and they give you some cool weapon afterwards that whatever they were using, you get sort of thing. Uh, yeah, and like that. we were talking about last time, you can come across. Like I started coming across in the second area, these guys with staves that yeah. just whooped your ass. Yeah. And like if you were able to go one on one with them, you 
I could, that's how I had to take it on, but there were two of them standing right next to each other. And if you <laughs> aggravated one, the other one went all aggro on your ass too. And it was just like, these are impossible, but they had sick armor and sick weapons. And I was like, I need to isolate them Knock and it off, yeah. get the helmet and yeah. get the weapon. You know, <sighs> that is such a cool <laughs> yeah. mechanic. I really awesome. want to play this game. That sounds cool. awesome. When did it come out? 2015 or 16? Yeah, it was only like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And um, I'm having a good time with it. The one thing I'm really noticing, though, is the character development. Like, you just got to play this game for the gameplay. Because yeah, the, yeah. the main There's character, nothing. like, after yeah. I was talking about the whole appeal of him in the beginning, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is pretty cool, whatever. The guy is a bore fest. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he just doesn't talk to it. Like, you, you converse with some people you find, and um, and that's it. You know, and yeah. they don't really, you just kind of ask them questions. You get like a directional pad, like what question you want to ask them, but you just exhaust all the options mm-hmm. anyway. And, um, and that's it, you know, like the, the, mm-hmm. I haven't found out anything really that's happened yet. And I feel like I'm halfway through the game. <laughs> <laughs> so the gameplay alone is what's awesome for me, that's but cool, I'm having man. a great time with it. It's, oh, it's, that's great. it's I, sick. I'm telling you, I really do want to play yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Is I only played a little bit when it came out, and yeah, and, that was and I enjoyed it. It just moved on, and then never went back. Yeah, no, it's it's fun for sure. Just don't expect a supremely engaging story. Right. All right. <laughs> well, that's a surge. Um, I've been playing an older game too, but in the form of a new trilogy on the Switch, the Phoenix Wright trilogy. Oh, I never. I, I had never played the Phoenix Wright games ever, any of them. And I saw they had that. Trilogy yeah, so they out. had the trilogy. It was thirty bucks. Uh, you know, three main games, and they're fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> These games are really good. They're um, it's basically an adventure game where you're playing as you know Phoenix Wright, obviously. Um, Ace Attorney. But it's all about like I like his hair. Oh, his <laughs> hair. So he's good. always pointing yeah. on the cover. All the <laughs> accusing somebody. I <laughs> love how many times like the. Like the people in this game talk about his hair, like oh, shut up, porcupine, really? <laughs> like, crazy shit all the time. I didn't know this that. That's awesome. I'm telling you, it's awesome. <laughs> and he'll like he'll like look in the mirror and be like, oh, my hair nice and pointy the way I like it. <laughs> like it is so. I'm telling you, the writing in these games are awesome. That's it is just so, so silly. Um, there's stuff that make it show its age as far as adventure games because adventure games have come a, a long way since mm-hmm. this. You know, like. You have to go from area to area to area. Like you can't just, it's not just one list of areas and you can choose. It's like you have to back out and then it opens up two more oh, and then okay. back out and then it opens up two more and then back. You know what I mean? It's kind of a pain in the ass. But for the stories and the writing alone and the moments, it is just such a fun, silly game. That's it. They, like they really have good writing. That's you awesome. Know, the dialogue itself is great. And then the overarching story and how how the different uh, cases interact with each other that you don't expect is, is really, really neat. So do you control this character, or you just control, like, yeah. options? Uh, yeah, I'll tell like... you. It's basically like a classic adventure game kind of thing. So it's like when you're looking for evidence, you mm-hmm. go to the crime scene, and it's like a still frame of the crime scene, and then you hover over things and okay. hit, hit okay. A on them, and it'll, like, zoom in and say something, and then you can you basically, you know, try to figure out... Build a case. Yeah, you're building like that, a case. Yeah. You're talking, you're going and talking, going through dialogue options, trying to get people on. And then in the courtroom, it's the same thing. It's like you can present evidence that contra- you know, contradicts a witness testimony, and then they'll like get all f- flustered. And the trans- one of my favorite things about this game is, so you're basically looking at like a very slightly animated like portrait of somebody when they're on like the, the witness stand or something. So they're like standing there. You see they're, you know, from shoulders up or whatever. And they'll be like, you know, smiling. They have like one little animation or something. And as you like get them on lies, they become like monsters. <laughs> like they'll like get huge eyes and like crazy. Because it's super anim- like anime. It's so, so good. But I'm telling you like this for 30 bucks, you know, I'm, I'm still only on the first game because I'm kind of just like plucking away, mm-hmm. you know, but I probably put, you know, five, six, seven hours into it. And... But it's a trilogy, right? So ten bucks a game, thirty bucks. That's what I'm that's saying. Great, and they're they're just really good. Yeah. Like I, I really would recommend them as a fun like if you're looking for something on the Switch. They're really really cool, and that's and awesome. I had always heard people say like they really like them, but I I just never got into. Yeah, I never even tried them back when. Can you but, like fail the case or like lose the case? Like yeah, if you don't do it, I right? don't know what happens, but I, I know that you can because there's basically a meter. It's like the judge's opinion of you, mm-hmm. and as you like 
if you call somebody out, like objection, and he'll Classic, like yeah. you know scream it out, and and then the judge will be like, um, that doesn't really contradict what they're saying, and he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't know. <laughs> and then like the bar, like I just it. like that word. The yeah. bar of like the judge's like opinion of you goes down, goes down <laughs> a little bit, and I'm assuming when it gets empty, you know, you lose. But that's funny. It's just full of really great characters. And honestly, really cool twists and turns like that you don't expect to happen in the story. Like it, it's it's really good. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really really good. Um, so yeah, that's that's the Phoenix Wright trilogy on Switch. Just came out probably a month or so ago, a couple weeks ago. Cool. Nice. Um, also, I've been playing a game that came out a few weeks ago, uh, Risk of Rain Two. You guys know what this game is? No, never. So heard. the original Risk of Rain was like a super. I don't want to say a super popular game, but like in its niche, it, like everybody loved this game. Like people talk about it all the time. It's basically a co-op roguelike where as you play, as, as you play the time like ticks, it increases the difficulty, like based on how long you've been on this oh, run. Okay. So you're literally playing like four player co-op or however many players and you each have your own builds it, it's very roguelike in a, in a way of like you'll find it you know you'll open a chest find an item it'll be like oh you know now you have chain lightning on your attacks now you'll have this blah blah, blah. but the original risk of rain is a 2d side scroller the original one is yes so this game comes out and it's the same type of game but it's a 3d third person behind the back like shooter kind of thing oh that's cool and so you know fans of the game were like uh what the hell like we love that first game but then they started playing it and they're like oh it's actually really good at what it is i don't think it's my kind of game and i don't know if that's because i'm not playing it with anyone i'm playing it solo mm -hmm. and I, th I think maybe it's intended to be played in a, in a, in a group but i uh, do you have a certain amount of teammates and stuff or can that be ever expanding yeah, it, so I think it's four, like you can play with four people Okay. and it's co-op. Like you invite them to the game, you play. Um, and I think it does scale the difficulty based on the amount of players, but me playing by myself, it's just, it's just a little bland. And I know it just, it just came out and it's in early access. So they, they can, you know, add a lot of stuff to this game or whatever, but you know, the gameplay feels pretty good. There's some interesting enemy design. Like I, there's nothing that I can really say that I don't like about it. It's just not something that I want to keep coming back to. You know, okay. we talk about like a game like Slay the Spire or Into the Breach or something where it's like, I want to keep you coming back keep to play it. it. Mm -hmm. And this isn't doing it for me. Um, but, you know, like I said, certainly nothing bad I have to say about it. Um, I, I'd be curious if I played with friends, what I would think, because, you know, it is that type of game where it's like, you're just kind of running through killing enemies, you know, upgrading your guy, like whatever. But there's a lot of cool stuff in it. I just I just haven't got really pulled yeah, in. And you play yeah. with people online, or can you do local play? Uh, I think it's only online. Uh, I, I don't know say, that, though. I, I don't say, know. perhaps down the line, it's a friends and foes opportunity. Yeah, we, Ooh, friends and foes. <laughs> we might actually be able to. I, I'll have to check if you can do it local. Yeah. I just want to play Gang Beasts all day. <laughs> I, I got it. I had <laughs> to play it. I was like, <laughs> I got to play this game again. You guys so are funny. ruining <laughs> content from future. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Um, uh, no, you know what was actually cracking me up? Because you just talked about Slay the Spire again. And I was rolling through uh, the PlayStation Store, and it was like, oh, if you like this, you'll like this. Yeah, yeah. And Slay the Spire, it was like, Slay the Spire for fans of NBA Jam. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it said, because it's a 3v3 I think that battle was Pyre. Thing. That's Pyre. Oh, Pyre. Maybe yeah. it was Pyre. It's Pyre. Because that is a, hilarious. Yeah. I love it. Still, it was like three v three battle. <laughs> that's right. so good. So because we always said, I, I even made that joke. Is like the the actual combat empire really was they're like NBA Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> pass the ball. And they're right. Dunk it. <laughs> I mean, people that people that just play NBA Jam probably won't enjoy the nice story and the yeah, the Oregon Trail. <laughs> of fire. But if you like the Oregon Trail, you might like it. Yeah. Oh, that's really fun. Uh, now you got to like Oregon Trail and NBA Jam. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> the perfect combination. <laughs> uh, all right, Shelby, I know you also have been running through Cuphead. How are you doing on that? Yeah, so um, so I've been playing Cuphead, and it's it's difficult, man. But it's yeah. so much fun. I just, I just got to Inkwell Island 3. 
Nice. And um, oh, you're cooking. I was having a problem with the bird. Oh, not the bird. The dragon. Yeah. The oh, dragon yeah, was killed. And I was yeah. like, this. I I would literally get to as close as you can get to the end and die every time. Oh, and I was like, this is he's really destroying my life right now. <laughs> I was so mad. No, I, so. Dude, I played for like two hours straight just be, to beat this guy because I was so mad. But it's so fun. At the same time, I'm like, oh, that's such bullshit. All right, I got to go in. <laughs> it's just so cool to look like, at. It's oh, like... I know. But all the bosses are absolutely, the animations are incredible. Oh, I mean, I as you guys know, obviously. Yeah. Who's this your favorite, who's your favorite boss so far? Um... I, I like the genie guy. It's hard, yeah. you know. Genie's a, a, the genie guy's cool. He's got so much stuff going on. And that background is so the good. The background is so it's just good. Just that spinning pyramid yeah. video, like old video. That's really They're cool. So good. I like that one. The runs, like the runs, get really hard. The mm-hmm. run running, running guns. guns. I had a big problem with the one where you're you like hit the card and you go upside down. Yeah, I remember that. Like I like was the doing that one. one. Yeah, the circus one. And I was just having such an issue with it because I didn't realize you could like shoot some of the enemies and get rid of them. So I was just like trying to hop around and then like you, you jump up, you hit the thing and then you go down a little bit and then back up. And I kept like uh, the whole point of me hitting this thing is so that I can avoid these enemies and I keep whacking into them when I'm trying to do this. It's the gravity switch. Yeah, it was killing me. But um, but no, I figured it out. That's why I thought it was so funny when we did our Friends of Foes episode and we were just kind of running, like we killed a bunch of bosses. Yeah, we were doing well. And I was like, man, I remember this being really, really hard. Are we just good? <laughs> and then it's good to know that you, you're you still struggling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like there were some, I, I kind of, because we went through that first area a little bit and yeah. I was like, all right, these enemies, I kind of know their, their right. niche and stuff and like I got through them and then um, what what are your favorite things to use weapons yeah and stuff like that so by the end i was using lobber lobber a lot, a lot? that's i like just got big, lobber i yeah. haven't used it though i don't think i got past the first i, don't, I probably didn't get past the first island oh no. oh yeah oh yeah. You, you i never beat, beat the that game? the the ladybug lady the ladybug uh, not the ladybug lady the uh she turns on, like the crescent moon oh, she starts like oh, yeah. she was hard yeah, yeah. she was real oh, hard she's so cool though i uh right now is she I'm not working a ladybug on, what is she i don't know what she is she might be a ladybug I don't remember. I do remember it turning into a moon. It's though. just a lady on a, on yeah. a like a. She was like rolling around, right? and then she she was like constellations and stuff. Yeah, she changes yeah, yeah, yeah. into a bunch you know? of stuff. Um, but uh, what she's I've like been the, using, she's like the observatory, right? She's like yeah. the top. Yep. Yes. Like, right? yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I've been using the dash that dis- you disappear with the dash. One, yeah. That is so friggin' useful. Yeah, it's big. Um, especially against the dragon, where I'm trying to like dash between the clouds yeah. without hitting those fireballs and yep. stuff. Like it was so useful. And then in the second part of the dragon, I started really using the the green bullets that go wherever. It's, yeah, because yeah. you can run to the right. Because I can run to the other way shoot, and shoot yeah. them the whole time. Like, that I, became oh, so convenient. The but spread then found, is so good, though. The spread's great so for close damage. combat. But I couldn't get close to them yeah. in that one. So it's like it's hit or miss with the enemies you go That's against. That's why the you know? game is so good is because yeah. it makes you switch. Yeah, you can't just change your strategy. Yep. You don't just have, all right, this is the best one. I'm using it on everyone. Exactly. You can't do it. Crushed. I love the green ones, too, for the running guns because I just shoot the whole time. And I'm like, okay, boom, boom. That one's a spare. But then I hit all the parry enemies and i'm like right. oh, fuck that one up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no it's it's a lot of fun i'm really enjoying it and I, like i said i just got to the third island and um i think i fought the bee the beehive okay thing. yeah oh i love that fight yeah. that was Such, a tough one it's so cool though <laughs> you didn't do the pirate ship yet did no you? i did do the pirate ship okay. actually um i beat that one i love that that's a fun one so good that's a real fun one i love uh, when the shark like comes up behind you and yeah. shit and i was like woo, <laughs> so good uh all right well, that's Cuphead. Um, I want to talk about a game that none of us have been playing. Days Gone. Let's talk about Days Gone. So Why Dan, are we not playing it? Yeah, so Dan <laughs> is going to share some experience with you because he, he got to watch a friend play. Yeah, I, I didn't before, actually hold the remote. Yeah, but before we do that, I just want to say Days Gone, kind of, we read the tea leaves months ago, maybe a year ago, and yeah. said this may not be a very good game. Um when it came out, I read a bunch of stuff about it. I read a bunch of different reviews. I was just kind of seeing because sometimes you see there are so many games with like a you know seventy Metacritic that I absolutely fucking love. So I'm like, I, you know, I'm not just looking at the number and being like, oh, I don't want to play that. Got to read yeah. the words. So I'm trying to figure out and and what everybody's saying is like, oh, you know, it's it's it it's pretty good at the open world stuff, you know, whatever. And it's like, if that's what it's getting points for then I'm not interested. And it just makes me so frustrated that, first of all, I think 
numerical scores on video games are disappearing anyway. Like more mm-hmm. and more outlets are just not doing it. But why the fuck is a game that a lot of people are saying is like outright a bad game, a seventy whatever? Like what is going? On? Like the 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 system is totally broken. Like why is that? There should be all right if it's below like a mediocre game, then it should be. In well, the that's fours. the thing because yeah. then, like you said, good games that are in the seventies. You know what I mean? Like that's it seems like saying. to be like in these you know reviewers minds that like oh if it's a good game it's got to be like over a 90 and it's so bizarre to me i don't understand it It, we would have such a more interesting you know system Mm -hmm. if it was really like a bad game is below four or five right right. i mean like but nobody does that they only do that with like steam trash that nobody plays that's like you know someone just shit out it's 99 cent game or something and then all right now it's a 20 on Metacritic or whatever but it's like it really, really frustrates me that because the game is a triple A game, it's nobody, going yeah, to nobody get nobody wants to attack yeah, it or it's going to be it can't be lower than a seven. And it'll probably get nominations at some time in the game awards yeah. too. I guarantee. I think Unravel uh, something. This one, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Like I know you weren't a fan, Dan, yeah. but like I really enjoyed Unravel. Unravel was like a seventy, and like Unravel was like a game that like yeah, like it was enjoyable. Like it wasn't the Dude. best game ever, but like it was an enjoyable game. I had fun with it. There was really yeah. some really cool concepts and really cool areas. Um, so for it to be the same score as like Days Gone, you're check actually out, right. It's check a weird... out Below's Metacritic. It's like in the 60s. Is really? It really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because it's there's something about it where like people that off. are that are reviewing these games with numerical scores are like, it's got great graphics. It's a AAA game. It's gonna get a certain amount of points, and it's fucking weird, man. Yeah. It is so weird. I don't get it. But anyway, that's my. Uh, you know, old man shaking his fist well, at the you cloud know, <laughs> kind of moment. This game specifically, and I'm glad we're talking about it because talk about like the hype around it. Um, when it first, I uh, was it some where they released it. I don't know if it was at like some sort of conference or whatever when they first um, yeah, released it, it. I think it was at an E3 or a PSX. But or like everybody, you know, went crazy for it, and they started showing more and more, and then everybody's feelings started to like dilute. But even then. You know, even if you, you know, I went to GameStop not too long ago and they had like this like poster and it was like, oh, these are the best, you know, Sony, you know, exclusives. And it was like Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last of Us. And like Days Gone wasn't even released yet, but Days Gone was like on that list. And I was just like, that's really weird. Like the game didn't even come out yet. They're really anticipating this to be, you know, the next best game ever. And I think in a lot of people's minds, it it was going to be. And I, yeah. you know, I, the funny thing is, I, don't i think the game is selling really well and i think that a lot of people are enjoying their time with it i really truly think that i don't think people were like super hyped and then they get it and they're disappointed i think the people that were like oh that game looks cool i'm gonna get it are probably enjoying their Mm -hmm. time with it i'm not you know yeah i'm not like disparaging their opinion of it i'm just saying that's kind of what this game is and i understand why you know people would be like oh this is just a fun game it's open world it's mm-hmm. cool look at this horde of zombies like whatever like i get it but where we're at in the landscape of video games is like a game like this it just doesn't fit in you know what i'm saying right. like games that are trying to be open world games are better at it than this games that are trying to be like serious narratives are yes. way better than this yeah, you know what i'm saying agree. so it's like this game is kind of the odd man out where it's like who is this for i know i'll tell you who it's for the people that aren't playing all these games right and and they're they're enjoying it yeah. and, and and i'm telling you wait until you see the sales of this game it, it is selling very well mm-hmm. like i i know that it is selling very yeah, very well sure. well you think about it in this day and age too how many people are buying game triple a games like this to review online and stuff like that you know like these games sell these games do yeah. sell, but that's not, I feel anyway, like that's because they're promoted you know? in in this in this way. Like I said, like that yeah, that's what it is. That poster yeah. that had this game next to The Last of yeah. Us, like these are the best Sony games. And with a game like, well, I mean, what's the biggest release right now? But before that, Sekiro, right? Right. And Sekiro is not a game for everybody. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat too. Yeah, that's true. Um, but with two two games like that, like this is this is now a different game for everybody. More open world. Um, more in the vein of, I guess. Zombies, right? What is it? Is zombies, of, right? Yeah. It's it's zombies. Ve- they call it, it the no, horde, it though, right? They're, yeah, the freakers. The freakers. The freakers. That's right. Freakers. And it's the dumbest it's, shit ever. What the fuck? <laughs> it's <Come> like, <laughs> it, but you know how you were talking about like a ton of zero. Like it is one of those things. 
the reason why I think Last of Us was so I'm going to reference Last of Us because that was an incredible game that dealt with I mean zombies. we can see the parallels you can, you can yeah, talk about you know Last so <laughs> the thing is is that here you took a concept that like has been beaten we've been beaten over the head with it everything seems to be zombies and everything yeah. obviously I mean come on we have like seven more Resident Evil movies now <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean so it's like just constant constant zombies and Last of Us took that you know shtick and created something completely different um this it's like seemed from what i saw and then i did you know read some reviews and, and watch some gameplay but from what i saw from my buddy it just it seems like they're just doing the same thing over so it's the middle of the line it's the same thing it's good it's okay but like it's the same thing over and over again where it's like okay so it's not actual zombies coming up out of the ground but it's like a virus that was spread and now people are sick and you know your wife is you know she got hurt so now she's being you know transported somewhere but you had to stay back and now you got to get to her and it's just like okay we get i feel like i've seen this a, a thousand long road ahead yeah i feel like Did I've you seen get this to see the wedding a thousand scene times when you were there no i didn't we were early in the game but i didn't see did you hear that quote from the wedding scene no it's no. kind of like i haven't watched anything on this game honestly other than the trailers at the wedding they're like him doing and his their wife. His or wife's name Sarah, I think. Yeah, it is. You know because he has a nice Sarah tattoo on his neck. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> his wife? Yeah, uh, <laughs> with a line through it that says Second Sarah." <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, they're like exchanging vows or whatever, and she says, I, I, "It's not the exact quote, but uh, it's very close to this." She says, "I vow, or I want you to ride me as much as you ride your motorcycle or something Stop. like that at their wedding. I was like, <laughs> what? Who thought of this shit? Like, this is the worst. This is like, a, it Wait, almost what? seems like a parody Stop. of like a Sons of Anarchy kind of thing. That's crazy. What? I got to find the exact quote, but I'm telling you, it was, you it was that. That's ride absurd. me like you ride your motorcycle. As much as, as I much think. As much as you ride your That's motorcycle. Uh, her family, in his family, <laughs> like in the kid, the flower girl, what's she going to think? But that's what I'm saying. Like, good for you. Like, you're horny. You're not worried about it. Like, that's great. Yeah. But that's just a terrible line. Yeah, like, no, that's just bad. Yeah. Uh, just bad. Anyway. Um, yeah, so while you find that. Um, the presence of family and everything. <laughs> I typed in Days Gone Wedding Vows. Let's hear it. Let's hear what Let's this says. <laughs> um, oh, like, yeah, but ba I mean, basically what I'm getting at is I don't think, like, they're trying to tell this serious story. Like, that's not a tongue-in-cheek, jokey moment. That's, no. like, supposed to be, like, a, a heartfelt like, moment. Like, I love and you it's like, so what much. The fuck? Yeah. Here, yeah, ride me as much as you ride your bike. That's what she says. That's a beautiful That line. is odd. Mwah. Mwah, bellissimo. Super odd. Ride me as much as you oh, ride gonna, your bike. I'm going to use that. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. <laughs> I can put that in my wedding it, vows. It's easy to look at this game very cynically and say, hey, when we first started development f 10 fucking years ago, what's popular? Sons of Anarchy and Walking Dead. Let's mash them together. Yeah. yeah. It's easy to look at that cynically like that. But... I don't think they do anything to say, hey, we're actually not just that. Well, so that's, I mean, we've talked about this too, like super self-serious games can be good if you have good writing. Um, or they can be so unbearable. But that's what it is. Yeah. So this guy, you're, the main guy plays Deacon St. John. And um, he seemed, you know what, like there are moments where I feel like, you know, you could put him up to like an Ellie or even a Rick Grimes and you're just like, oh, like he's a cool, like, all right. Like he's got his, his you know, shtick and like, you know, I can kind of relate in some areas. And then other times he's just like this super like angry like way too serious for the situation where you're just like the writing is just kind of very jagged and yeah. i will say the, the the one thing that i actually really did appreciate about this game or at least what from i saw my friend play there's only you know a few hours maybe an hour or two but um you do get these audio logs that you know from like nurses or policemen from like pre uh, apocalypse mm -hmm. and like those were like really well like put together like those were really well like written you kind of get some more lore you kind of get to like what happened and those kind of seem really really believable but then you have him just like over everything just like being this like moody broody very much cloud strifish and mm -hmm. it just kind of you know for, for my taste i i was kind of thrown off by that you know, yeah, I mean, they do the audio logs in uh, the surge. Too. Okay, yeah, I like. And those. it's the only way to learn lore because everybody else is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Days Gone is the is the same, yeah. you know, yeah. the same thing. 
And when it comes to open worlds too, uh, most of the playthrough that I, I, I watched, um, it was just, you know, you have a bunch of bandit camps. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like, you know how like Skyrim or like even, you know, Red Dead, like there are times where it's just like, oh, go to this camp. There's bad people there. They're keeping people hostages. Go and kill them all and save them. Yeah. It gets... It, the end of Red Dead too. yeah. When yes. You- <laughs> it just, it gets, it, it. you know what? Open world is great when you do it good. And we've talked about like Fallout 3 where like there's like these really interesting places. But if you're just going to have this, you know, ever expansive world and it's just going to be the same thing everywhere I go. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, well, to me, then I don't see the point of an open world. I don't think that's a, a selling point. If it's just going to be boring, you know, yeah. Legends of the Breath of the Wild. Everywhere you go, there's something yeah. crazy. I mean, I'm sure. I, I, I'm looking at the game from the trailers. I'm sure it looks great. It probably plays and feels pretty good mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm not sure how combat is and everything, but I've read that like they focus on a lot of stealth stuff in areas, so that you're not being chased by a million zombies. Probably. Mm-hmm. I heard the bikes a big um, component. I heard one thing that was annoying was constantly running out of gas in the bike. So yeah, so yeah, you know, like that. that and like sometimes you have to look for parts, yeah. and which I guess some people probably like that. Um, well, it depends. I guess you really have to play it to feel it. Yeah, you got to play it to feel and see if it's actually interesting. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you start running out of gas in the area where there's like a bunch of freakers standing around, you're probably like, "Fuck." Well, that's it, well, that's what. <laughs> and, and you know what? Actually, that did happen while my friend was playing. But like honestly, the parts and the gas are not very far. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. you would run out of gas, and then you'd only have to walk, like, a little bit. And, like, right. oh, you know, you're going to go, go mine. Bike. The bike here. is super important. Yeah. You Keep need, going yeah, back yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, Can't and just pick up somebody else's. No, but you can, now that you have your, your bike, but yeah. you can upgrade it. Um, you know, there is, like, a bit of a hub world at some point where you can, um, you know, you can, you know. Oh, Work on. I have, sure. you know, yeah. this money, this currency, and you can, you know, get, you know, these upgrades. You can make your bike faster or something, or you can, you know change the decals on your bike you know if you so choose nice um there's an there's things there that you know like you said dan like people will like this game there's enough there that you know oh you know this is kind of fun i can ride my bike i can go fight zombies i can go here i can do there but i don't know i just don't think it's interesting enough ride my bicycle Uh, anyway, I think that's enough talk of a game that we haven't actually played. Yeah, true. And that's probably not very interesting. But <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up and discuss it a little bit as to... I'm basically of the mind of, hey, if this game's 20 bucks later in the year, I'll get it and, mm-hmm. and give it a couple hours and see, yeah. see what I think. Because, you know, I'm curious about it. I just certainly do not condone spending $60. Yeah, for a full price. For for this type after, of thing. So After just spending 60 on Yoshi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> diff- different reasons. <laughs> I'm, I'll gladly give my motion, my money to Yoshi. Just yeah. always <laughs> give my Moshi, my money, my Moshi, my Moshi, my Moshi back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have two big games to talk about, and then I want to get to something that Shelby's been messing around with. Uh, but first, I'm going to talk about Imperator Rome. This is a game. I just had to look up the pronunciation of the word imperator. I saw that. Because I wasn't sure if it was imperator, <laughs> imperator, because it's Latin. I don't freaking know. Yeah. Uh, but basically, this is a game um, by Paradox Interactive. They're the guys that make uh, Crusader Kings, Europa Universalis, Stellaris, like big okay. grand strategy games, right? And this, the reason that I was interested in this is a lot of people are saying, like the diehard fans like hate this game because it is an easier onboard point and it's like a little bit simpler. It kind of takes uh, some things from Europa Universalis and some things from Crusader Kings and kind of blends it together into this like little bit of an easier to digest game because these games are like incredibly dense. So I read all this stuff. I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this a shot because it sounds really interesting. You know, a lot of like politics stuff, you know, it's not just civilization where it's like, if, if you think of a game like Civ, right? It, you, you're kind of you have like a few options of what you can do mm-hmm. it's not like a huge open all these different things can happen kind of thing the, the the appeal of a game like this and the reason why people love crusader kings and eu is because anything can happen it's the same sort of you know pulled out view you have your you're, country you're, you're governing a bunch of stuff right but in this game it's literally like you have somebody that's at the top, you know, you're either a republic, uh, I think it's a republic, a tribe, like an organized tribe, or like a, I forget what they call it, 
or a uh, monarchy, right? And so if you're a monarchy, you have, you know, a king or a leader or whatever, but there's one person and then they have their, you know, eight like other, you know, big name people in their government. And then you have that person's children mm. and you can do anything from like, okay, my heir that's supposed to be taking over for me. And it's not even me. It's it's my guy because you're you're basically like the all seeing, you know, like you, you're not really a character in this. You're just kind of overseeing everything. And if you're looking at the heir that's going to take over the throne and he has like really shitty stats, like he's like, you know, he's he, maybe he's like cunning. So he ha he's good at like scheming. But, you know, you're trying to run like a benevolent kind of government. You don't want him in. And the next heir is like you know, awesome. Like you want this guy to be running. Like you can like do anything from like smear his reputation to like plot an assassination <laughs> to like, but like all kinds of shit. That's why, that's what I'm talking about. Like the granularity in something like this is like amazing, but it also leads to a lot of confusing shit mm -hmm. because you have so much that you can do. And like, here's how literally the game works. You pick a country and it's set in a specific time where it's like, you know, the it's like right at the, I think it's right at the rise of the Roman Empire, right? So you can be somebody like uh, Egypt, right? They have so much land in like, you know, they, they have like the River Delta and everything. Like mm -hmm. they have awesome stuff. They have like 600 cities or something that you can micromanage each one wow. and try to go into them. Or you can be Syracuse in Sicily, which is this tiny little country on Sicily, like a little portion of Sicily, and you can just build it up. And and the way the reason this game is so cool is because it's like there are no end states. There are no goals except for what you make them. So it's like if you want to be if you're like, hey, I want to be Syracuse, I want to try to you know, just live out my life, like, you know, change different stuff. Like you can get into just your country, you know, be diplomatic, do whatever you want to do. Or you can be Rome and take over the entire, you know, country of Italy mm -hmm. and everything, whatever. But the, the the amount of different things that you can do in a type of game like this is just so crazy. That's awesome, yeah. man. It, That's it's really cool. It's can you really, rule really cool. the world? I'm sure you could rule <laughs> yeah, the entire yeah. world. But there are literally... I think I saw a stat and I forgot it, but I think it was like the game simulates every, every, you know, it goes by day, 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 but it's like super sped up. I, you know, you can change the speed, but even at the slowest speed, I think days are like a few seconds, right? Okay. Be um, but I think it's something like every month, it's like 390,000 different cities are being simulated and like different things are going on. That's crazy. So it's like different interactions between like, cause it goes from, it has like the entirety of Europe, including like Spain, mm -hmm. you know, Germany, you know, British Isles, everything. And then it has like far East, like all of it, like everything. India is there, like Japan everywhere. There's, like I said, Egypt, like there's certain parts of Africa, like, it is so widespread and there are like 600 something countries that you can choose from. Like it is wow. crazy. Absolutely wow. crazy. But again, the funny part is like people that play these games are like, why are you even like mentioning this stuff? Like this is like standard, like, you know, like this isn't exciting. But for me as a person that's never gotten into one of these because it's I've like, been well, intimidated. You do all these things. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. And it, it's really, really cool to like, you can change your, like all your policies, like things can happen where like a general can become very popular because he's winning a lot of battles and maybe your ruler isn't the best guy. And then if your general gets too much popularity, he might split off and try to like do a coup and take over you. Like Whoa. there's so like I could, you could go through hundreds and hundreds of yeah, different things, like things that. that are just crazy little interactions. So you're, you're really looking at a lot, a lot of different things when you play this game, wow. but that's cool. Yeah. Again, I, I don't know that much about this shit, so I can't speak that like intelligently about it. But from what I played, I played probably four or five hours. It's just been really, really cool to just kind of dip in and be like, yeah, holy shit, look at this. So, yeah, that's Imperator, Imperator, Rome. Imperator, Rome.
yeah that just came out i think end of april cool um really really cool oh, that's so, yeah, that's nice on fresh right there yeah it's only on pc um and i think it's 30 or 40 bucks but it's really really neat uh and then the last one last big one that i want to talk about is i've been playing mortal kombat 11 all right yeah. uh I played Mortal Kombat 9. I played Mortal Kombat 10. I really, really like the story modes in those games because... Yeah. And they do follow a cohesive story, yes, right? Yes, this is a trilogy that literally each game picks up right where the last one left off. Oh, oh 9, 10, 11 are a trilogy yes. put together? Yep. All right, nice. Uh, what I will say is I love the stories in those games uh, because they're self-aware and dumb, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So... I always talk about Doom 2016 as like, it's amazing because it knows what it is and it fucking goes all in on it. Like Mortal Kombat's the same way. And there's a a world where they try to be self-serious in these games and it just fucking sucks. So I'm so glad that they have really, really silly, dumb shit. You know, like this game basically in the beginning of the game, it's kind of a time travel story, right? So at the end, the whole shtick is at the end of Mortal Kombat 2, a time hole opens up and they come out into our present time. So now you have like old Johnny Cage and young Johnny Cage like talking to each other. Oh, and it's, funny. it's so good. I have not finished the story. I wanted to finish it before this podcast because I could see it's like headed in some crazy directions. Uh, but I'm probably about four hours in. I think it's like five or six hour campaign. Um, and it's been really, really fun. <laughs> like the, the story is really great. Like some funny, really ridiculous stuff happens. Um, And it's also cool because not only are you seeing older versions talking to younger versions of themselves, but you have the kids like Cassie Cage and Jackie Briggs seeing versions of their parents that are the same age as them now. And it's like (laughs) super weird for them. And they're like, you know, really fun stuff like that. That's like, you know, back to the future shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just silly and, and really, really fun. Um, I also j- would just say I love the way the combat feels in this game, even compared to the other ones. I think this is a much more approachable fighting game compared to Mortal Kombat 10, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very based on like uh, individual skills rather than like chaining crazy combos together. So, you know, I'm able to, I- I'm not saying I can play online and win a bunch of matches, but like I'm able to play through, you know, win some fights, go online, play a few, have have some fun. Um, so I've I've been really enjoying the game. The only thing I'll say in the crypt, there's this mode called the crypt. They had it in in the last two. Uh, in ten, it was like a very strange, like static first person thing where you're just opening chests or whatever. Huh. In this, they have a really really interesting thing where it's a third person like explore exploration thing oh interesting with one of the mortal Kombat characters so it's not one of the characters it's 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 a character you've never seen before i don't know if it's just like it's you know generic guy because yeah. it's you or whatever but you're basically going into like shang Tsung's like you know like air island right and and exploring the entirety of like all the different level all the different stages and stuff so you're walking around it in a 3d space huh interesting and it's really really cool you're opening chests, getting like, uh, you know, costumes and stuff. Uh, you actually, there's actually like a little bit of a Metroidvania type of thing in it where you get like Scorpion Spear that allows you to like, you know, sh- shoot projectile. out and, and pull something off the wall and stuff like that. Uh. You're getting uh, like Quan Chi ability to like bring up some rubble and put it back the way it was so that you can pass through an area. Ah, oh, cool. Like, really neat stuff. And and it's such a love letter to, like, the rest of these games. Like, they really did an excellent job with it. The problem is people are very unhappy because of the... Basically, they made it so that you're, the rate that you're able to get this stuff at is not right like it's very strange but like for someone like me who doesn't really give it like i don't need to get every costume for everybody i think it's fucking awesome to just walk through the crypt and and explore and shit but people are very upset with it um so that they have to do that in order to get the costumes yeah people are saying it's very grindy like you know to get everything it's like they really put everything behind this wall or whatever and and it kind of sucks but 
you know, like I said, for me, I'm getting cool costumes. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm exploring. I'm, I'm seeing all these levels in a different way that you've seen before. You know, like you have one vision of the level. Right. It's all been yeah. two yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. And then you can walk around. You can see what's on the other side. That's like, cool. It's, it honestly is really, really, really That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Do they have any? Um, oh, I'm sorry. They even have some like puzzly stuff. Like you know, like I said, it's like a little Metroidvania type of stuff. They have stuff that's like, you know, three handles to pull, and you have to have you know have everything match up in a certain like one mm-hmm. moves these two, one moves these two, and one moves the middle one, right? And you have to like pull them all. You know, I thought you were gonna say you have to be like that guy with four hands in order to like <laughs> Goro. <open it>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it's just neat. Like I really, really enjoy walking around the crypt and exploring. Um, and on top of the fact that I really like the story mode, like uh, this game is. Really, and you said in the last really game they did it as like a first person mode. Yeah, it was strange. I remember. I, I don't remember enough to really talk yeah, yeah, that yeah. much about it. Um, but. I remember it being first person in the crypt and you're just kind of like crypt with a K. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you're just kind of walking around. Like, I, I don't think you have direct control. I think it's almost like a dungeon crawler. you know, like the oh, old okay. school dungeon crawlers where like you move forward one, turn one, like it's mm-hmm. everything split into fours. Right. Yeah. I think it was more like that. I don't remember. Do you remember when they did that in uh, ESPN 2K5 where you could walk around your crib? I actually do remember <laughs> you remember that? that? Yes. That was I one of my favorite do. football games of all time. And yeah. you, you had like a house that you could just walk around in first That's person. Awesome. to go. You could just like go and check out your trophy yeah, cases yeah. and shit yeah. like that. It was so funny. I remember that actually. <laughs> like walk in, some guy punches the screen open. It's like the crib. It was so <laughs> early 2000s. <laughs> It was like uh, Def Jam. Remember that fighting game, Def Jam? Yeah, where it was just a bunch a of rappers game. fighting that's each other. Like it was it. just so <laughs> mid Def Jam. Jam fight for New York. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, just curb stomp people. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's Mortal Kombat 11. I'm really, really enjoying cool. it. Cool. Um, it then, looks great. Yeah. Animation-wise, like, I mean, this looks fantastic. They they continue to go totally overboard with the fatalities, but in a way that it's like laughable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. The things that they do to these people is just, like, so disgusting, but it's so over the top, you can't help it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a really shitty horror movie that is, like, so gory, but you're, like, yeah, just laughing almost because you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> this this one really, I, I, for me, you know, 9, 10, 11, I've always loved, I love 9, I love 10. Like, this one, I think is the best of the bunch. It's yeah. awesome. Nice. It's really, really cool. nice. But... Let's end it with Shelby. I want to talk to you about your experience in the Dreams Creator Beta. Yeah, so I got the Dreams Creator Beta after we talked about it last time. Mm-hmm. When you said it opened up, I was like, "Well, I gotta go get it." Mm-hmm. Um, so now I did I that. Go get it. Yeah, now you gotta oh, go get it. It is so. Cool. It's. I'll tell you what. I, I'm. I'm almost done with all the tutorials. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tutorials because there's a lot of stuff to learn. And it's not super difficult. Like you, you go through it and you're like, okay. Like there's some tutorials where you're like, I could do this already. I know how to do this. You mm-hmm. know. Um, you have a ton of options that are so easily navigable that it's, it's just simple, you know, like it's almost, you could see the little big planet, um, like DNA, like DNA yeah. in there, uh, with the slightly collectibles, like, oh, now you can use this. What I'm loving about it is obviously the 3d space. There's this one tutorial where you go to like an outdoor area where there's like a river flowing, a cabin and yeah, like a walkway yeah. and they just completely make it void of color and they make it void of color and and like and shape animation and animation and all this stuff yeah. and they're like okay now color it and bring it shape bring the river to life well, bring yeah. light inside of the house yeah and you're just like doing it and you're like this seems like it's gonna be so difficult and it's so it simple. just makes sense the way it they, does like, they've the really they made do such it. an it just amazing, makes sense your color interface. you can change the color so easily you can change the length of the grass and how wavy and stuff like it looks and make the smoke a little more curly mm-hmm. and rising like they have this comb tool to where like yeah. there'll be smoke it could be static like just stand there or you comb it in a certain direction and then it'll flow up this yeah. is incredible like, it's this, like it really <laughs> this game is gonna be something else i'm telling you right now it's like i know dan harped upon like everything last time we talked about it but this game is incredible, mm-hmm. and this is just the early beta learning stuff. And this I'm like, this might be the game to end all games. It's, <laughs> you know what I mean, like <laughs> it's the Uber game. Yeah. But then, like, and then, I, then I went along and I played some of the pre-created levels. Mm-hmm. And so, there's a Cuphead level where mm-hmm. it's 3D Cuphead and mm-hmm. stuff oh, like that. Cool. And it's like, yes, is it? it it's in its basics. Uh-huh. But to sit there and me going through the tutorials and then going into these levels and seeing how people created this, and I'm like, 
how did they do this? Yep. You know? Uh, and I'm like, I, is this the most perfect thing ever? No, but I'm having a blast playing mm-hmm. somebody else's creation because mm-hmm. it's incredible. And I'm like, I got to do something. I, yeah. Like it makes you want to create something. And then mm-hmm. the fact that unlike just taking a shape in little big planet, like you could just create something out of nothing mm-hmm. and color it and make it look amazing and put grass on it. And like just a floating yeah. aisle yeah. that you just walk upon, you know? And then, the fact that you could take bridges and do like these animations where you just get it to like every two seconds, they'll go that way and then come back. And like you can yeah, create, you create the animation, a game. It's like learning how to create a game without having to learn how to code. Yes. You yes. know, that's like, amazing. But this is what the cool thing is, you know, you talked about like animations, like you can literally make an NPC, have them walk a certain path. When they reach a certain spot, they talk, you know, speak their dialogue or whatever. It can be voiced by you. It can be written in whatever <laughs> yeah, you want. Everything. Like, the the possibilities in this mm-hmm. is just fucking amazing. I like, played I, like a first person shooter game too. Mm-hmm. That I played one, that one. That one yeah. was cool. Yeah, it's just it, it's really really. When you cool. play other people's creations, is it like Mario Maker where you just like go in and there's like a list of like all these? Oh, you can try this. one. I didn't is play that... Mario Maker, but no, oh, okay. it's. So you basically if you can either search or it gives you, okay. and then there's like people on the who, list, yeah, like are, on yeah. the list that they give you, it'll say like mm, and it'll be a media molecule thing that like the creators of the game created these levels, and then there's a couple that are like highly rated from other people who got early beta that created levels and stuff, mm-hmm. and some of them have descriptions that said like, oh, I got to play this game super early, I created this, I want to make it much more expansive and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, it's this game's gonna be something else yeah. so I, you really guys touched upon it last time but i just I, I forget you buy the beta and then the game comes out like you have it like is that we don't know yeah I, i'm no sure idea. there's a way to find out i don't know i'm assuming you pay another 30 bucks and to upgrade it to get yeah. the full game that's, that's my assumption true. but you get like you can create and do whatever you want right now yeah it, it's basically the finished game it just doesn't have a story mode I got yeah two more weeks of school but i want to go do this <laughs> i want to you could finish out and then do it it's incredible dude but yeah I had the same experience. It's just such a, like, seeing how easy it is for you to do things that seem so hard mm-hmm. with the tools they've gave, given you is, like, an amazing experience. It's, like... And you have a lot of tools. A lot of tools. Yeah. But, the, it, like I said, it's just an easy, like, drop-down menu right off the top, mm-hmm. almost like on a desktop yeah. on a computer. You and know, it like, definitely it, it will get confusing if you create complicated things, but it's, like... That's up to you. Like you can really keep it simple and create something really, really yeah. cool. And like if you've ever been in an editing bay, like they have a timeline thing. Yeah. Very similar to video editing or music editing. Yeah. And it's it's I almost identical and so yeah. easy to do and stuff like that. Like you can create your own music. Oh my god. It's incredible. It really is. Like I, I had a blast doing the music tutorial because I just kept creating different ones, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is awesome!" You like <laughs> throw some drums in there, and you're like, "This is sick!" Yeah, it's oh, man. it's something special for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm incredibly excited to see what it uh, what it holds for the future. Yeah. So that's the Dreams Creator Beta. It's out now on PS4. Thirty bucks. Um, yeah, highly recommended. It. <laughs> Sounds totally worth it. Yeah. yeah. But guys, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for having us. Of course. And thank you guys for listening. And until next time. All right, everybody. Have a good week. Peace. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for watching and or listening. Just here to remind you that you can find us by searching for Circle Back Podcasts or Circle Back Gaming on any of these podcast services, Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, or Stitcher. By God, I'm out of breath because of all these podcast services, but you can find us anywhere there. Also, you can find us, our video version, on YouTube by searching Circle Back Podcasts or Circle Back Gaming uh, and the rest of the videos we do. Thanks, guys.